Hello and welcome on to uh, an unfortunately somber episode of the Isoball podcast. Uh, I am your host, Derek Terrio. Um, originally, I had a podcast planned for this week in basketball discussing, you know, Zion Williamson's debut and the all-star starters and things of that nature. But it's only right at this point to talk about the tragic news that came down on the morning of January 26th, 2020. And that is the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna, as well as a total of nine people in a helicopter crash that took place today over Calabasas. It's it's a, it's a tough day for a lot of us here, and I I felt that the best way for me to kind of get my thoughts out was to kind of just go on a, a little bit of a monologue here about you know Kobe Bryant. And, you know, things that he's done for in my life and his impact, not only on the game of basketball, but outside of basketball, um, his ability to, you know, inspire people in their own personal lines of work, not necessarily just athletes and all of the incredible, you know, work that he did for the youth. And, you know, the list kind of just goes on and on with the things that he was able to do to impact the community. So I just want to start off. By saying that I, uh, I I came out of a hockey game, uh, I play hockey on uh, Sunday Sunday afternoons usually, and the first thing I uh, I did was as soon as I got out got into the car I got a call from Nick Raponi, and uh, Nick basically told me did you hear the news and he told me you know Kobe Bryant died in a plane in, in a helicopter crash and I basically told him that I didn't believe him I said I'll I'll call you back when I you know read the news and. Uh, get a full handle on what's going on and see all the reports, but I, I, no, I'm not going to believe you until I read the reports. Uh, I refreshed my Twitter feed as I was leaving the parking lot, and you know, basically started crying in the car uh, on the way back home, uh, on my short ride back to my house from the arena. And from there, we turned on Fox News, was you know watching everything going down and checking Twitter and just seeing all the, you know, the, the different personalities across the league, whether it be Barack Obama, you know, all the way uh, to Shaquille O'Neal, uh, one of his best friends and everybody in between that was mourning the loss of Kobe. And, you know, it, it's, it's just a, such a sad day. I mean, I was watching the Raptor and Spurs game today and, um, credit to all the teams across the league that are taking, you know, 24 second violations to start the game and eight second violations to start the game to honor Kobe Bryant, which I thought uh, was a, just an absolutely fantastic gesture uh, on their part. But, you know, I was watching Raptors Spurs and, you know, Pascal Siakam had 25 points in, in the first quarter and I felt absolutely nothing. Like I felt absolutely no joy, nothing, because all I could think about was the passing of you know, the legendary Kobe Bryant. And, you know, it's it's just, it's just so tough. I mean, you know, when I started getting into basketball, you know, on and off all, here and there, but the when I really started getting back into it around, you know, 2013, 2014, it was around the time that Kobe Bryant had torn his Achilles. And, um, you know, you, you saw how much of a struggle this was for Kobe to come back uh, during that year and how he's saying this was personally the the biggest challenge of his career 
was coming back from this torn Achilles. And, you know, right then and there, I, I, I got a feeling about, you know, who kind of Kobe Bryant was and the type of, you know, competitor that he was. And the fact that he said he can just, he can just hear it right now that, you know, people are counting him out, you know, 33, 33, 34 year old. I think he was at the time pops his Achilles coming back. will never be the same. And, uh, he, 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 even in the interview, he said, it's pissing me off already. Uh, but it's fueling me. He says, it's fueling me and I can feel it. Uh, I can feel it fueling me right now. And, you know, when you hear that sort of stuff and, um, you know, from a person just learning the game and just getting back into the game, you, you, you gravitate towards that. You gravitate towards that competitiveness and you feel like that is going to be the competitiveness that, you know, is, that happens throughout the league. And truth be told, there was, there was no competitor that was on the level of Kobe Bryant. This, this guy was an absolute, you know, assassin. And we all know that is that not only, not only was he a competitor, but he brought the best out of his opponents. And it would, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it was him that he said that he said, I wanted to be sure that I was so good on every single night that I was able to bring the best out of my opponents so that there would be no there would be no doubt in my mind that I'm getting the best shot of every single guy in this league day night in and night out and uh, it, it'll it it would fuel him to know that he's you know being able to beat the best version of every single player you know in this league and you know that that type of competition it it, it, it drove me it it, re- it really did it really did drive me at that time you know to love the game to watch the game more and to learn about the game and it 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 was a lot of kobe bryant and and the way he approached it and you know it's 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 so hard i i don't necessarily have you know a personal like story of oh it clicked at this point or something like that but i mean I've, i i gravitate towards you know the mamba mentality uh, you know, aspect, even, you know, when I do workouts, I wear Kobe's and, you know, you try to channel that energy into everything you do and knowing, you know, his work ethic, you want to try to match that in your own life. But the one thing I'll say that, you know, kind of Kobe Bryant did for me personally is that when I took up actually playing the game of basketball and, you know, really started to take it seriously as in trying to be the best player I can be, I really didn't have a choice but to but to channel the energy of a guy like Kobe Bryant, because, you know, I didn't come personally from, you know, any sort of, you know, poverty or, you know, anguish or real adversity in my life that I could tap into to try and use as a fuel um, in, in anything that I've done. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be, um, you know, I, w- I would say well off financially. Um, you know, I, ha- I haven't had any sort of tragedy strike my my life as uh, other than my grandfather who passed away you know a few weeks ago but the real first time that I kind of did face adversity is when I tried to take up you know playing basketball for myself for the first time and you'll ask well how did I face adversity well I'm I'm five seven Caucasian white male um I weigh at that time when I started, I probably weighed about no more than 140 pounds. And I, I, my athleticism was next to none. And so uh, with, with a person of those type of genes to want to play uh, an athletic person's sport 
who, you, you know, a sport that caters towards taller, more athletic, more experienced individuals, I basically was, had basically hit adversity for the first time in my life through the game, you know, of basketball and learning how to play. And, you know, Kobe Bryant was the, the, the person who I channeled to be able to stick with it and, you know, put hours in, in my, in my driveway, shooting hundreds and hundreds of shots, uh, you know, knowing that that was the only way I was going to get better, that I had to work twice as hard as the six foot two dude next to me that was touching the rim, uh, for me to even have a chance to survive in random pickup games or in any league that I decided to join or, you know, anything like that. But, that was the first time I had faced adversity, and that was when I really tapped into this Mamba mentality, Kobe Bryant type of thing, where I knew that I every day, every day I came home from work, I knew that I had to get you know my 150, 200 shots up. I had to get in my handle work. I had to, you know, study the game. I really had to, you know, put in more work than I thought that I needed to do in order to be the best player, you know, that I could be in these pickup games, and I'm still working at it. I'm still working at it. You know, I'm still, you know, in the gym lifting weights. I'm still trying to, you know, craft my body into the best uh, player, you know, I can be in the best physical specimen I can be. I'm doing the injury prevention stuff, all this stuff that I really don't need to be doing. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't have to be doing all this stuff. I don't have to be doing all this stuff because I, I my life, you know, isn't going to rely on basketball like in the, in the future, my physical ability to play the game of basketball isn't uh, necessarily going to determine how successful I am in life. And yet here I am still doing it day in and day out. And, you know, I don't even ask myself why. And it's, and it's a lot of the time because you have blind belief in what you love to do and the passion that you have to do something. And that strives from Kobe Bryant. That strives from him from his ability to do all these incredible, incredible things mentally and to have discipline and, and to inspire others and, you know, this, that, and, and the other. And it's, you know, his his impact on me has just, you know, just been incredible. And, uh, you know, that story of me starting to learn to play basketball, I'd say, is the, the most, you know, the most compelling I can bring out of me uh, to describe what he's done for me in my life. But, you know, Kobe Bryant... You know, the, he's made me cry twice, and once was today when I when I was in tears when I learned of his passing, and the second time, well, the first time actually, was the sixty points uh, in his final game, which I watched, and um, yeah, that that brought me to tears, knowing we're never going to see you know Kobe play basketball again. So those were the two times that he had made me you know cry, and it was um, yeah, it was it was it was something else, and I nearly shed a tear when I watched uh, the Muse documentary for the first time as well and so i'll probably watch that again today i've got the the mama mentality book sitting here on my shelf i've got the you know kobe bryant shirt on as i'm report recording this podcast and i'm just ha i'm just happy that i've got a few different you know pieces of memorabilia here just to kind of stick with me for life that i'll always remember kobe by whether it's uh you know i've got some kobe 11 all-stars you know sitting beside me here um, and that was the first time I ever saw Kobe live was his last all-star game in 2016, where he wore those shoes in the game. And, you know, those will always stick with me. You know, I, I got some, you know, Kobe, uh, uh, 11 FC Barcelona's that I wear to go work out in. And, uh, those always, you know, just kind of channel the energy amongst those to try and, 
you know, be the best I can be in my, in my day-to-day workouts and weightlifting and stuff like that. But I know I'm probably rambling here and I, I just, I just felt like this podcast was, you know, the best way to kind of, you know, get all my emotions out on the table because I, uh, it's just been such a roller coaster today. And I, uh, I sympathize with, you know, not just Kobe, not just Gianna, but the other, the total of nine people on this, you know, on this crash was, you know, just absolutely devastating. And, you know, as I'm even talking, I can't even believe, you know, what's, what's happened. And the fact that this is, this is even real, that we've lost, you know, such a legend in the game of basketball and the game of life, man. I, and I mean, this was, this was a guy that was, you know, just passionate about the next 20 years uh, of his life as he was about the first 20 in basketball. I mean, you, you heard him say that he, he loved the storytelling. He loved, you know, the, uh, the ability to tell and create stories. And you saw that through him, the fact that he won an Oscar for uh, his, you know, his short documentary, you know, my, uh, I think it's dear basketball, which I watched today. And again, brought me to tears of, because of, you know, the rolled up sock and the fact that he, he loved the game and, you know, the, the, the art that was, you know, kind of drawn in and scripted in uh, into a little animation picture. It was, it was fantastic work. And, you know, he, he opened up the Mamba Sportsman Mamba Mentality Sports, uh, you know, clinic where he, you know, brought in a, a bunch of players over the summer. I think, uh, you know, Buddy Heald, and uh, Jamal Murray, Norman Powell, you know, there's a few others too that I don't remember, but he brought in these guys to try and teach him the game. Uh, Jason Tatum was another one. All these guys were, were you know, here to, uh, you know, try to learn from the best, and he was he was ready to pass that knowledge down to others, and. You know, even through his documentary detail, which I thoroughly enjoyed, where he would take, you know, 15 minutes of clips from certain players and, you know, break down the X's and O's, pausing, going through, um, just shows you the detail that he was uh, really obsessed with and really wanted to communicate to others. And, you know, that level of detail is, you know, what I strive to do when I watch games now. Um, you know, try to pause and rewind and say, what could have happened here? And what would I, what, what could have turned a good shot into a better shot? And, you know, this is the type of stuff that Kobe lived on a day-to-day basis that he loved and, you know, had a passion for. And so, you know, I, I, I guess, I guess I'll just wrap it up here. I don't really want to make this, um, I don't, I don't want to make this too long, but the only thing I'll say, the only, the last thing I'll say here is if, if you've, and I think Jay Williams said this earlier today and kudos to him. If you've got, you know, an issue, an outstanding issue, big or small with someone that you care about in your life, just go squash it right now. You know, just the, the life we have right now is just so precious and, you know, some of us have relationships through the game of basketball, some of them outside of basketball. But any 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 beef or any problem you have with someone right now, you know, take the take the initiative and just go squash that and just really just give that person a hug and tell them you're sorry. And, you know, just 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 make up and, you know, be friends or continue that relationship that you used to have before, because as, as we can see, you know, life can be taken away from you in just such a split second and. I would never want to see that happen to anybody, especially with outstanding issues and stuff like that. So please go, go hug your family, go, you know, tell your friends you love them, go, you know, rekindle that relationship you had with that, with that person that you might, uh, you know, temporarily have lost. Go do that because that's, that's just so important. And uh, finally, you know, 
Kobe Bryant gone at the at the tragic young age of 41. But I can confidently say that, you know, the Mamba mentality and that uh, idea of being competitive and giving your best every single day and uh, knowing that, you know, you know, passion and perseverance and uh, adversity and all that stuff has to drive you to where you want to go, whether, you know, you're you're at an office job, whether you're an athlete, whether you're an artist, whether no matter what you are in life, you know, that that Mamba mentality of, you know, really locking in on your craft and, you know, honing in and let annoying, ignoring the outside, ignoring the outside noise and just letting, you know, your craft and your mentality take over to be the best you can be is, you know, something everybody should, should strive to do. So if there's anything I can leave you with on the, uh, on this podcast, it's, you know, remember Kobe Bryant for who he was incredible player, you know, incredible person, and just someone who strives to create create that mama mentality, not just on the court, you know, but in life it, and everything that you do in life as well. So, thanks for listening, everybody. I know this was not the the best podcast in the world or whatever, but it was just my way of you know kind of getting out my emotions and you know really talking about how Kobe impacted me and. Uh, there's anything uh, I can leave you with it's rekindle those relationships keep them strong you you never you never know how how precious life is until it's gone and you know channel that mamba mentality in anything you decide to do in life love you all and I'll talk to you soon